Hello, welcome back to Red Devils Talk, brought to you by the newly branded The Football Masterclass. We are delighted to be back. We weren't here last week, but we've recharged the batteries and we're back for another show. This time, we're going to be talking about Anthony Martial. Now, I just want to say before we start, and the boys will definitely agree with me, we don't want to, it, this to be abusive. We don't want this to be reactionary. We're not going to go in and say Martial's rubbish, sell him right now. We're going to have a proper discussion about Anthony Martial. We're going to talk about... We had a really great question from one of our listeners, uh, Cobb. So shout out to Cobb. He sent in a very, very detailed um, question slash his point of view. And we're, we are really going to address it today. And we're actually going to look into some of the statistics as well. We prepared some to actually see if is he underperforming compared to last season? Because I think the statistics might actually shock you. So without further ado, Joe, welcome back. How are you feeling about Martial? Because... He really is a curious case, isn't he? He's someone who's, for me, very talented. You can't deny that. But he's not showing that level at all at the moment. Now, I'm disappointed there. I thought you could ask me how I feel about the uh, new intro, mate. It's absolutely on point. I love it, mate. Fair play now. Great stuff. And I love all the new rebranding. But yeah, Anthony Martial, I'm probably less than, less less underwhelmed with him, shall we say, uh, this season. But I, I think, for me, hey, the, this season just sort of follows the pattern, doesn't it? I mean... Look, we'll dive into the stats a bit more and the and and the and the facts later on. But he, he, his career just seems like a whole bunch of up and downs, doesn't it? We saw a fantastic season from him last year, and obviously he's followed that up with a poorer season this year. I mean, look, we're going to talk more about it, so we'll get more in depth about it as we go on. But I mean, what there's so much we can talk about here, and I'm sure we will. But uh, one thing I, I just want to finish off by saying is that I think it's a shame because I still think he is a fantastic player. And of, of all the Manchester United players in the squad, he's probably the one that frustrates me the most because he's just, I think you tweeted about it the other day, he is so talented, but you just you, we just don't see enough of it. Yeah, that's exactly it, mate. You know, I look at him and I think the way he bursts onto scene of Manchester United, obviously, it's always difficult, Kieran, because scoring that goal... Right, the one that he scored at Liverpool in that fashion. I can everyone's going to remember where they were with that goal. I mean, that's one of my favourite moments of of the post Sir Alex era. It's not been many to shout about. You know, you can probably say Marcus's penalty against PSG. I mean, that says it all really about how dire things have probably been compared to what they were the previous sort of twenty odd years. But when you actually think about the way he burst on, if anything, that's kind of set him up to fail. I mean, is it a case of actually, you know? he scored in the most incredible fashion that he's actually not, he never lived up to that. It's an interesting one. And yes, I, I agree with your point that I think everybody remembers where they were. I don't know about you guys, but I was working at the time in a bar and it happened and the whole place went either crazy because it was just United fans and Liverpool fans. So yeah, I think everybody remembers that. I think that first season, it wasn't just that Liverpool got. I thought he was really good that first season because he showed a lot of promise. And I think this came at a point where we were so used to so many bad signings coming in. We saw some of those that kind of came in and left. And it was, again, it was one of those that we were thinking, okay, this can I remember it was the last day or last day or two of the transfer window. One of the French journalists brought it in and everyone was like, where is this one coming from? And he hit the ground running and it was one of those players that I think everybody gravitated towards. But again, like you said, it's when you start so high and a lot of people, 
and a lot of fans really, really like you early on and set these really high expectations, it's hard to live up to it. Like we've we've seen high expectations recently now with Bruno. The difference is he's been he has lived up to every single expectation we've had and has actually exceeded that. You don't tend to see that too often. Martial, I think, made a really good start. But again, I think his career at Manchester United has been really up and down. And we're going to discuss kind of some of the reasons and maybe some of the questions that we have in relation to why has his career been so inconsistent at Manchester United? Absolutely. I mean, Helly's saying here, was last season an anomaly? Joe, looking at the statistics, you have to say it probably was because he's not really hit the heights. Last season was his best scoring season. Look, after the restart, he really looked like one of the best strikers in the league. He really did. He was pressing from the front. He was uh, scoring some fantastic goals. It wasn't just, you know, goals from outside the box. He was scoring more proper striker goals, something Oli wants him to do. But I don't think that's instinctive for him. But all of these things considered, you know, you're looking at what his record has been over the past five to six years since he's been here. And really, from last season and his first season, he hasn't even touched double figures. No. No, I think, you look, it's difficult because you look at last season and take the numbers out of it. We've seen him have other good seasons, haven't we? We saw, we, like Kieran said, I think he was brilliant when he first came in. I loved him. I, I, I was at the game for that debut goal against Liverpool and I can tell you, limbs flied, mate. And even to the point where I think... You've, Look, details here, guys. He wore a pair of pink boots, mate. And I mean, I'm a grown man. I went out and bought those pink boots, mate, about a week after. I thought we had an absolute superstar on our hands. And, and so I think, you know, you look at his first team very good. I think um, I, I get mixed up with my seasons, but the second half of one of Jose's seasons or the first half of one of Jose's, he was very, he was very good as well. Him and Rashford, it's before Sanchez come in yeah. and fighting for that left. Yeah, left exactly. Left yeah, right fantastic. Yeah. One thing I will say about him in his defences is, is hey, he has been moved around a little bit. I think I think what the, the what managers have asked of him over time has been a little bit different. So he's been asked to be a left winger, he's been asked to be a centre forward, left winger, and you would think that you know. And I think this is a fair enough to say if you're a great player, that shouldn't really be a big problem for you. To be fair, but it is stark, and I think the biggest problem this year is is if you remember after Project Restart, he was our number nine. He was our centre-forward. That's one of the reasons why he scored the goals he did. This season, there has been the odd time that he's been asked to play on the left, and it's almost as if he's just forgot how to play that role. That's the thing that worries me the most, Hayden. He, he looks so alien when he's out on the left, and some of his best performances in the United shirt have, have, have come playing from the left. So I just I, I don't know what it is. I, I think I think he's a player. I think some players get very affected by their off the field things that go on in their life as well. And you know, there has been one or two off the off the field issues for Martial since he's been United player. I do think he is affected by that, and that can, rightly or wrongly, be a problem for some players. But I, yeah, I mean, certainly when you look at the numbers he put up last season, that is an anomaly because yes, he's had good seasons, but he's not scored scored goals and and created goals like he had last year. Absolutely. Aaron's got a good point here, and we are going to address this. So basically, guys, if you've just jumped in, thanks for joining us today. Uh, we got a good question um, from one of our listeners, Cobb, and he basically, so on the Masterclass, you guys, if you listen to it, you'll know that myself and Rob turned around and said, you know, sort of when he had competition, 
as Aaron's saying here, you know, his two best years where he didn't really have competition. He's had competition. He seems to have shirked responsibility. He seems to have gone within himself. And I questioned this last season. I said, you know, if there's someone coming in and, you know, taking your shirt, for example, and uh, you're allowing the performances to drop and you're allowing something like that to affect you, that's not the mentality you really want at Manchester United. Um, look, that players aren't robots. Some some players are different. It's what, you know, you saw Nagelsmann the other day say that managing is, being a good manager is 70% man management. Something Oli also says, you know, he's a, he's a very good man manager. Um, you've got to manage these personalities. So I don't want to downplay, you know, what what some what affects someone else might not affect another. Um, but Kieran, I'm going to start. So guys, I'm reading out sort of the response by Cobb and we're going to go through it. So he doesn't believe that the argument about the competition is true. So he said, look, let's be blunt. He's in very, very poor form. So now this is not, I know it's not an excuse for his current form. More look back at how he's reacted to competition in his United career. So that's what we're going to talk about, guys. Please get your thoughts in there. We'll try and read that as much as possible. We want a, a big debate on this because I think it seems like for a first time, Kieran, that the fan base are actually quite um, united on Martial, that maybe his time is up at the club. And this is, I've never seen this. Even people that like him think, you know what, talented lad, but I'm not sure he's the right person to be leading the line at Manchester United. But let's start with the first season, Kieran. So Cobb said this, came to United as a teenager, new country, new team, new language. Very, very fair point. We've got to take this into consideration. We give Van der Beek his, uh, his dues that he's not performing. Marcel was 19. He's asked to lead the line. And he was told publicly by Louis van Gaal he would be he will be for the next manager and won't be starting. And what did he do? He ended up making himself the number one striker, moved really to midfield and became the top scorer. Talk to me, Kieran, about that because I'm not too sure. I don't remember Louis van Gaal saying that I'm not I can't comment on it, but I don't remember him turning around and saying that he's for the next manager. He might have done. But this whole idea. When you're new to a league, we've seen a lot of players that come in and they're so effective because it's almost like you get the new manager bounce, you get this new player bounce. The defenders don't know how to defend against you. They've never played against you. You're full of confidence. That youthful exuberance. I mean, he was fantastic in his first season. We can't take anything away from him. I mean, talk to him about your thoughts when he first came in because, I mean, that goal against Liverpool was fantastic. I really thought that we had a future Ballon d'Or win. I mean, it was in his contract, but he looked yeah. like he, was so, he looked almost like a young version of Thierry Henry at times with his finishing. Yeah, that's, that's who everybody compared him to. And it was one of those seasons where I think we had those, what was it, two seasons there where it, it was it just wasn't that great since, since Ferguson left. And this was like a little bit of hope for Manchester United fans. We got to see someone that we could actually be a bit kind of excited by because you have to remember at this point, Rashford hadn't broken through and, to be honest, the rest of the team were quite dull and it, it didn't really excite a lot of United teams. Um, now, where I don't agree with is the fact that, okay, Louis van Gaal may be said in the media that Martial may not, he may be for the next manager. What that basically, what he's basically saying is not, I bought you for the next manager. It's the fact that when you hit your peak, I probably won't be the manager which is normal. If we brought in Erling Haaland, Solskjaer could say the same thing. He could say, this is a signing for whoever the manager is in five or six years' time because of his age, because he was 19 at the time. So that's a normal conversation. It's not that he said, you're not starting because you're not going to be the best under me. That's, it's, that's completely false. 
the other thing of him being not that he wasn't going to start him, that isn't true. Anthony Martial played 31 Premier League games that season. By the time Martial joined, we had already played, what, three or four? So the numbers don't add up. He was brought in to play. Maybe Okay, maybe he wasn't going to be the central striker because Rooney was there. But if you asked any United fan at the time, everyone knew what was happening with Wayne Rooney. So everyone expected Martial to come in because it was this young kid and there wasn't really much else there that we could kind of hold our hats on. But again, he was fantastic that first year. But I think that in terms of some of the points he made, um, it's a little bit inaccurate, but the other points they made was fair. It's a new player, young player coming to the Premier League. How many of those do we see not do it? Like just compare Timo Werner, who has come in and he hasn't been as good. And we expected a lot more out of him. You compare Martial's first season to Timo Werner, for example, and I think 100 people out of 100, maybe 99, there'll be one Chelsea fan in there that would pick Timo Werner. But you look at that first season and you can only commend him. And I think that's what, like I said earlier, that's what kind of set the level of what people expected from Martial. Absolutely. I'm going to read out some of the comments. Kerwin is saying here, breaks my heart to say it, but maybe for Martial's own career's sake, he should leave if he cannot be successful next season. I don't see the logic in selling him right now. I think we're going to struggle. I know Joe spoke to Paulie uh, yeah. on his show just before. I mean, we, look, he's on 250 grand a week, I believe, or something close to that number. I mean, it's it's absolutely crazy. We got here Jamie saying Harvey Barnes is a better winger. That's Martial's main position. Pedro Neto is better than Martial. I don't think they're comparable. I don't like to make those sort of comparisons. Let's let you know. I love Pedro Neto. I think he's a wonderful player. Um, but there's so many factors. I mean, you know, if someone said to me Pedro Neto for sixty million, I'd say no. That's a lot of money for someone yeah. who's had one, not even one good. I'm not saying not. I'm not saying he's not a good player. He's not had more than one good season in the Premier League. We, we've got to be careful with these things because you know, playing for Manchester United and playing for Wolves is very different. Wolves play purely counter-attacking football united you're expected to do a little bit more um so i don't think that's a very good comparison but joe let's talk about the second season and jose came on came in and the whole shirt thing happens this is what cobb yeah. was saying which wasn't so much the shirt it was more about the finishing top scorer a new manager comes in doesn't know you takes your shirt and your spot away from you without really talking to you that instantly set a tone of what he feels about you. And considering you were top scorer last season, that will be a huge blow to any 19 and 20-year-old. The thing is, right, would, would Wayne Rooney have reacted the same way as Martial if he got his shirt taken off him? Because that's the way I judge it, because that's the standard here. This is Manchester United Football Club, right? The standards should be up there. If Wayne Rooney got his shirt taken off him, he would not have acted in that way. He would not have sulked. He would have gone out on that pitch and he would have worked twice as hard and he would have played. He'd use that rage. He would have fueled it and you'd used it for great performances because that's what Wayne Rooney did. Martial sulked. Now, I understand for, for some players, it's, it's maybe it's a sentimental thing, but to sulk like he did for that season, instead of proving to that manager that came in, Jose, that I'm anti-Martial, this is what I can do. For me, that doesn't that doesn't wash that excuse. And, and when I hear that, for, okay, look, if it was once and it was just that instant in his whole Man United career, I'd understand. You know what? You're 19 and 20, you got shirt taken away. We've seen several times, and we'll go through them. This is my my opinion. I know some people don't see it. We've seen several times that when the tide has slightly been against Anthony, or if someone else has come in, 
he has not responded in the way that you want to. It's a recurring theme. Now, that's a concern if you want someone to lead your line at the biggest club in the world. Yeah. How often do we talk about players needing elite mentality, Ada? And I think this is the thing. when we, We've very rarely seen elite mentality from Martial. There's, there's been a few times in games where you feel he's been ice cold and he's finished well and he's scored good goals in quite big games. And that's fair enough. But yeah, certainly issues around the shirt. I don't know if you remember, but around that time, it was quite a big event that happened in his personal life that we won't go into. Um, and I did think at the time that the whole shirt thing was more of an excuse for what was going on off the pitch, to be honest. I thought it was more of a convenient excuse. And then if you look at the manager that it was that took his shirt off, off him, he, he, sorry, the number off him, he's not exactly going to be the kind of manager that's going to be like, oh, yeah, sorry, mate, fair enough. Put an arm around him and be like, there, there. This is a manager that what demands strong character, strong personalities. So I don't know why Martial didn't look at that and think, look, I'm going to get nothing for sulking here. Absolutely nothing at all. I'm dealing with Jose Mourinho, you know, a man who, um, you know, doesn't suffer fools, wants these big personalities. I think that's half the reason why Jose's struggling now as a coach, to be fair, because he's not seeing and he's not working with the same personalities that he worked with when he first came into Yeah, they're, they're, they're not the same. They're not like... Jose Mourinho comes in and Matarazzi or John Terry, they'll run through a brick wall for you. Yeah, they aren't exactly. like that anymore. They, yeah. they go and have a little cry when they go home and play Fortnite. It's not the same. Yeah. And you can make the same argument that Alex Ferguson might might be in this. If he was still managing today, he may he may have the same problems, the same struggles. We don't know. I do. I, I would argue that Ferguson was a better man manager and he probably could deal with people like Martial better than Jose would, but we don't know. But that's, that, that's the crux of the problem. The issue is today, Hayner, you're absolutely spot on with what you're saying. You want more from these players. You want them to be stronger. But players of today are just different, I think. And you just don't see that from them. And things like that do, do throw them off. And I, But I think you were bang on with what you were saying, Wayne Rooney. I don't think he would have maybe bothered so much. And, and with Wayne Rooney, we're talking about a global brand. Wayne Rooney is number 10. Wearing number 10 was iconic for him. You know, he probably had a brand around it. I don't know. We know, obviously, Cristiano with his number seven, the R7 and everything like that. Wayne Rooney wearing number 10 as a brand was massive. But I still think he would have accepted a number change later on his career, especially if you'd asked him to maybe go to nine or something. I know he was an eight when he first came. He wore number eight, didn't he, when he first came to United Rooney. But then he moved to 10. But that was because they wanted him to be 10, not because he was giving up number eight for somebody else. But yeah, I just think you've got to be stronger than that. And, you know, at, at that time, Martial hadn't really, you know, he was a good young player, but he had no right to say that he owned that United number nine. And let's be honest, it's Zlatan Ibrahimovic and Zlatan performed. That At the end of the again, day, whatever anyone says, Zlatan came in. And when Zlatan actually left, Joe, yeah. the dressing room crumbled for Jose Mourinho. We're not going to yeah. dissect Jose because he had to go. But reality is that, no one could tell. I really liked the, when Zlatan was here personally. I, I love the personality. That's what I wanted to see from a player. That that sort of personality and leadership, fronting up to the to the challenge. Not. I don't. I don't know if I want to call it sulking. I think that's a bit harsh. I I, I don't want to be one of those that goes, "Oh, Martial sulking," because we don't know. I don't think he necessarily sulks all the time. I just think that I don't see that drive to take that absolute god-given talent because he's so talented he's he's more talented than marcus I can, i'm convinced his close control he's got pace he, his finishing you know 
I know he's having a bad season. I don't want to just focus. I'm talking about him as a, as a player, yeah. but he, you look at him and you think, mate, when's the light bulb going to, going to flick? When is it? Can because just, you're going to go through three years and you're going to waste that talent. Yeah. Can I just say as well, Hayden, to add to it, what I found quite sort of wrong about it all as well is you were given number 11, Anthony. Number 11 is an iconic shirt at United. It, it, that's a big shirt. You could argue that probably number 11 is almost as big as number nine at United because, you know, we know the biggest shirt at United is number seven. We know that because of the, the icons that have wore it. United's number nine is, it's, we've never really had that sort of a number nine that sort of, that's my shirt sort of thing, worthy of almost retiring it. But number 11 was Ryan Giggs' shirt. So it's not like he was given a, a folly sort of squad number. He was given a really prestigious shirt. Oh, like it was so again, number 69 or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, he, wasn't, he wasn't given like number 19, like Danny Welbeck or, you know, something like that, you know, to follow up. But you know, look, I just think it, it was just like you say, it was just, I think it was, I think it was more of an excuse for other things that were going on in his life and in his career at that time. Either. But like I say, I don't want to get into that. Either, yeah, no, I, I, that's a good point. I, you know, yeah. Like I said at the beginning, players aren't humans. Oh, so they are humans. They're not robots, yeah. you know. So yeah, they are humans. Um, you know, and maybe we should take that into consideration as well. I had a good point here, Kieran, which I'm going to push towards you, and we'll go on to the third season, guys. Great, great comments. Honestly, really, really good interaction. The Green Devil. All attackers will suffer in the Jose system these days. To be fair, that's a very, very fair point. And Lukesh says something similar. Martial has been mismanaged for a long time. Not saying he isn't responsible, but he hasn't got to focus on any one proper position except for last season. I think it's I think it's a fair, fair debate. I mean, Kieran, it, it goes on to when Romelu Lukaku came in. And, you know, you, you're going to see, you're seeing a lot of revisionism with Romelu Lukaku. He looks absolutely like the Romelu Lukaku we saw at Everton, you know, uh, more streamlined he looks agile he, he's look he's suited to italian football to a t he's suited to Antonio conte's system he's he's playing with a manager that probably knows how to get the most out of him knows exactly how to build the system around him. he's playing with lautaro martinez up front you know it's a fantastic partnership it's all falling into place um but he didn't see that at man united but you know when romelu lukaku was here martial and rashford are competing for that left wing so this is what cobb is saying so Jose made it clear Rashford was his preferred player. I don't ever remember that, if I'm being honest with you. I don't think it was ever a case of that. If anything, I think Jose managed that situation fantastically well in the first half of the season, where they were both... I mean, that's the attitude I want to see. Martial and Rashford fighting for that left-wing spot. And one week, Martial was starting to score. The other week, Rashford would go and score two. Then Martial would get a hatch. Do you know what I mean? They were like almost that great sort of, um, you know, competition in the squad we're seeing with Luke Sharon Tellez you know th their performance levels were getting shot through the roof and what happened Marcel ended up taking the left wing spot over Rashford and made it his own getting player of the month two min two months in a row before Sanchez was brought and messed things up for the whole club Alexis Sanchez was a really bad buy um, you know, we're looking back at the time. We all thought, right, that's the, that's the missing piece. He's going to go on the right wing. We still haven't sorted out the right wing problem with, you know, we've got young Diallo, but we thought this was actually going to be the move that pushed United to title challenges. It was absolutely shocking move. What Jose was doing, playing him on the left. I completely understand when you are competing for that left wing spot and Sanchez comes in. I get it. But what the difference between Marcus and with, Martial is that Marcus took it in his stride and he worked hard. 
and Martial, he doesn't take that in his stride. So talk to me a bit about your thoughts during that sort of second season with Jose Mourinho, where while it started so promisingly, it really unraveled, didn't it? Yeah, it did. And I guess to go back on some of the points as well, is I kind of bring up the mentality. And I had a conversation probably about a week or two ago um, about how only some players in Europe have that elite mentality that it takes to really make it at a top club. You see it in Bruno Fernandes. You've seen that's the big difference when we look at the likes of Barcelona and Real Madrid. They don't have all the players that had that mentality that the likes of Ronaldo had when he played for Madrid, when you saw Zidane, Figo, the old Ronaldo as well. And that's my biggest issue with Martial. When we look at the season when Lukaku came in, the reason why Lukaku came in is because Jose Mourinho wanted to play in a way that suited him. He saw what worked with Zlatan Ibrahimovic and just needed somebody to bring in that their conversion rate was better. And at that time, Romelu Lukaku's conversion rate was better. And that's why he was brought in. And at the end of the day, it worked because that first season, Romelu Lukaku played, I think it was about 34 or 35 games and scored 16 goals in the Premier League. That's what you want from your striker. And we complained that season that, well, there was times when Lukaku wasn't great. And we mentioned about Rashford and Marcia, but there's a reason Mourinho liked Rashford. It's because he did everything he could for the team. And there was a reason why Mourinho wanted to sell Martial because the reason he wanted, and we look, it was would have been the wrong decision to sell him, but the reasoning behind it, there was some kind of there was some accurate things that Mourinho was saying that he wasn't as much of a team player. They needed that right wing sorted. The re- initial idea was to get Willian in, but look, it's it's a tough one when you actually look at that season because people say, well, Martial didn't get to play much. Well, he did because he played 31 games in the Premier League. So it's not like he played 15 games and Rashford played 15 games. They almost played in every single game in the Premier League. Now, the difference between them is that at the end of the day, Martial only scored nine goals from one of your main attackers. That's not good enough. And that's the biggest problem. When you saw Rashford come in, you could see him actually impacting the game. And the problem with Martial is, and I've said it so many times, he's probably one of the best dribblers on the team. Going up a player one-on-one is what he used to do in that first kind of season or two. And then he stopped doing it. And he started just kind of trying to do a pass and then try and dribble past the player. And the problem is when he doesn't score, he's not that effective because we've seen it recently that he's done a little bit better in terms of holding up the place so that his, means his, that he has his holding play is now, very good but now but before it wasn't and that's what he's added to it where he actually adds something to the team but before in this particular season he wasn't in a position to do that so all he would do is receive the ball and have to dribble past someone and try and create that way but the problem is Rashford's always been someone that has brought other players into it and that's and that's the problem. I find that when you actually look back at that season, there was a reason Martial wasn't the starter because you look at the players and you look at how they performed. And I don't even have to go back and look at stats to know that in terms of the attacking intent, Romelu Lukaku was one of the our best attacking players that season. Unfortunately, 
it did kind of slow down and people kind of went on him because of his first touch wasn't great enough for a striker. But at the end of the day, while well, he scored 16 goals in the Premier League the first season, he scored 12 the second. Now, we're complaining about Martial because three out of the six seasons that he's been at United, he scored less than 10 goals in the Premier League. And that's the problem. I'm only saying that now because we're more than halfway through the season and he only has four goals in the Premier League. And that's the problem. We all attacked Lukaku that second season, he scored 12. So I think we do have to take context into consideration here is that, okay, you might not be in the best position, but you still have to do what's best for the team. And if you're an attacking player, you have to score goals. And that's really what's important. Like, look at Wayne Rooney. He wasn't he wasn't always playing as a striker. He was messed around as well. But what did he do? He did everything he could for the team. Yeah. Think about when Tevez and Berbatov came in. He was shoved out onto the left wing. But you didn't see him complain. And every single season, he delivered with goals. And unfortunately... Anthony Martial hasn't done that. And that's the reason why we have these debates now. And the fact that there's three out of the six seasons he's been at United, that he's kind of underwhelmed, is it's a red flag. Mm. You expect more when you spend 50 million for a player. I don't want to always bring exactly. price tag, but you know, at the age of 18, you spent that money. It's not his fault, the price tag, but he's obviously highly rated. Um, look, in the context, when you bring up context, I mean, that's a great point about Lukaku. Lukaku got absolutely slated, yeah. He hit double figures, I'm pretty sure, in his two seasons at United, yeah, two or three seasons, yeah, 16 goals and 12 goals in the Premier League, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and uh, Lukash agrees with you here, Kieran. Fair point, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, we give certain players an absolute, you know, torrid time. I'm saying we as a fan base, you know, I'm not saying yeah. we did that. Um, and yet others get a, a much more of a lenient ride. Why? Because their face fits, because people like them more. And this is the problem. You, you got to be objective about the players. They all play for Man United. You should respect them all the same. You can have favorite players, but that shouldn't cloud your judgment on who you like and who you don't like. You know, at the end of the day, a lot of people like Bruno Fernandes. I mean, <laughs> quite rightly so. But you can turn around and say Bruno Fernandes's performances of late haven't been that good. But what does he do? He affects games. And I do want to talk about the affecting games in a sec, but Joe, yeah. we're going to finish off yeah. um, with the last point here. So the fourth, fifth season, so Oli comes in. First thing he does is make Rashford the number nine and moves Romelu Lukaku to the wing. What happens? Martial ends up claiming the number nine spot over Rashford, who was Oli's preferred number nine when he came in. Again, I'm not too sure about that. I've always saw that Oli saw Marcus as a left winger and Martial as the number nine. But you can correct me if you're wrong. And ended the season as top scorer is Martial. Uh, so Cobb is saying, so this idea, Martial, does not rise to competition. I honestly don't know where it comes from, as history suggests he does. I think we've shown history doesn't really suggest that. But that's fine. Everyone's got opinions. Um, looking at that season last season, we saw the Martial that we've been craving now for five years. And what yeah. he was so good at last season was his movement. His movement was brilliant. Yes, he still drifted into left channel, but he gave defenders something to think about. And I think about some of the key games as well, his movement, his hold-up play. I believe it's a Southampton game where, was it Obafemi scored that last minute to all, you know, the one at Old Trafford um, yeah, yeah. after Project Restart, where that's when it kind of, what teams started to figure us out. But he was world-class in that game. He really was very, very good. And he showed last season as well for me, I mean, he was probably United with Bruno Fernandes, United's best player. Absolutely fantastic end to the season. Yeah. You're thinking, right, really going to kick on now. 
I wouldn't count Marcus being there as competition because Marcus has been there the whole time that he's been there. I'm talking yeah. about players that have come in with a direct threat to Martial's role and his position. So we come to the summer, a 33, now 34-year-old, let's be honest, crocked and injured, Edinson Cavani, comes in on the final day of the, of the transfer window. And it's really a case of, I mean, we were all excited. We did a show about this, but we were all really excited. And we thought, right, if Cavani can get fit, he's going to give Martial a lot of competition. Mason, mm. you can argue, is not ready. Although I think now, I don't, I don't agree with the notion that maybe Martial's a better player when firing on all cylinders. But Mason, right now, you've got to pick players on form. You can't pick players on past what he's done in the past. And that's not fair. That's not meritocracy. Right now, if you're picking the number nine for me, you pick Mason Greenwood over Anthony Martial because he's in form and he deserves to be picked. And that's how you have to do it. Um, but looking at, you know, sort of Martial with Cavani, this, that is another example for me of how someone coming in with a bit of quality, he hasn't risen to the challenge. We've seen it with Lukaku. Yes, you shifted to left wing. That's fine. But Cavani coming in has, for me, knocked his nose out of joint a bit. I don't think he's lazy. I don't think... He's sulking. I'm not seeing that drive. Show us, because when you're playing to your full potential, you're better than Cavani. Yeah. Hey, the first of all, what I want to say on this is, I think this whole argument about Martial rising to these challenges over the, all the years he's been at United is a little bit folly, because is it him rising to these challenges, or is it that the people who were in his place have actually just dropped off or gone away, if you know what I mean? So when he came to United, he came in and the centre forward would probably be Wayne Rooney, would it? Correct me if I'm wrong, would it still be Wayne Rooney? Wayne Rooney was getting towards the end of the peak of his powers, you know, we knew that. So, you know, he dropped off until Martial comes in there. You know, it, you talked about the fact that he replaced Rashford as a number nine. He didn't replace Rashford as a number nine because he was better than Rashford because he'd rise to that challenge. He replaced Rashford as a number nine because we realised that Rashford's not very good at playing at number nine at the time. You know, same with he come back in, obviously, when Lukaku went, because, you know, obviously Solskjaer didn't fancy Lukaku. He didn't, it wasn't that he, that I think he saw so much in Martial that he thought he could get rid of Lukaku. I just think, Harland, guys. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that this, shows think, it all what Oli thinks of Martial as a long term option. Exactly, he wanted think, Erling Haaland and he was devastated when United didn't get him. The fact on the last day as well, Hayden, like getting back to this season now, like you asked me, that Ollie felt he needed to go and get a 34-year-old on a free contract who hadn't played for six months as well also tells you just what he thought about his striking options. And that's not just, I'm not just having to go at Martial when I say this, because Rashford's the same. We can't trust Rashford as a number nine either. So this is not, you know, I'm not taking the name at Martial here, but what I'm saying to these people who's, who, who were probably part of Martial FC, who think that he's raised to rise to every challenge, I would argue that the people that he was being challenged by more dropped off to allow him to look better, if you know what I mean. That's how, I, that's how I'm looking at it with my two sources. So, you know, but, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. But uh, it's just, I did say after the first sort of couple of weeks of the season that if Martial didn't start very well, I could see Cavani, you know, playing more for United and becoming the proper number nine. Because at the time, I thought Martial probably, I'd probably rather him be on the left wing anyway. So he'd play over there or, or he wouldn't play at all, in my opinion. And it's just so happened to be that that's how the season's materialised. Cavani has just been better than him when he's played and he's 
he's just shown more. He can give the team more, especially in the shape that we play. And that is a damning uh, indictment, I think, on Antim. I, I think this season is the final nail in the coffin just because of the fact it's Cavani and what Cavani has done. Because I just think that this season, more than ever, forget Zlatan because we know Zlatan at his age and what he can do. You know that we know we knew all about his quality. We know about Cavani as well, but Cavani, to be fair, coming over here and having the impact on this team that he has, I think this has been the thing that has shown Mar shown Martial's true colours more more than anything. I think, and and I think that's probably what will seal his fate as a United player. Yeah, very good points. Kieran, I'm going to come to you with a question, but I want to read out. So, I mean, Jamie's saying here as well, Martial ignores all these shouts. He says, move, Anthony, some movement. He doesn't move. That's one of the biggest problems that I've had with Martial is that his movement's not good enough. And I said, Kieran, I said this in the summer. As a number nine for Manchester United, this is after his great season, I said. And by the way, Martial used to be my best player and my favourite player for a very, very, very long time. I think maybe the season when Lukaku came in the second season, um, you know, I started to get a bit frustrated with Martial. I was like, look, when are we going to see, you know, more from you? When are we going to see more more of that insane talent that you have? <clears throat> but um, I don't think it's a case of he's ignoring Oli. I just, I really just think that possibly we've seen him suffer racial abuse. We've seen him look unhappy I, I honestly think maybe, you know, even he's a bit sick of being in Manchester as of now. You know, I think maybe he's even thinking maybe that it's time for a change. I mean, Cohen's saying here, a lack of movement is killing him. Absolutely. The lack of movement is is uh, it's killing United's attack at the moment. But the thing is, we've seen him do it, Kieran. We've seen his movement last season. He can do it. But this is a problem. You cannot rely on someone who's streaky like that in terms of his goals and his performances. You know, you can't rely on players to win titles for you when they're not there, when they turn up nine out of 10, five times in a season, but the rest of the time they're five and six, you've got to be seven out of 10 every week with the, with the smatterings of nine out of 10. You know, there's too many players in this squad that are passengers. There's too many. And unfortunately he's been a passenger most of the season. But when you look at some of the statistics, Kieran, and I'm just going through them as well. Look, I don't want to go too far into them. Because, you know, sometimes when you go too far into stats, you don't need to go into stats to look at it and think, yeah, he ain't he ain't playing anywhere near his level. But if you look at, for example, his shooting, it's pretty much the same as, as last season. If you're looking at his um, shots on target, they're, they're about 0.22. Last season, 0.45 per game. And you're looking at his shots as well. I mean, last season... He had 70 sh 79 shots. He's had 40. So he's not, it's not like he's shooting any less. But he's nowhere near as effective. And I think one of the biggest problems for Martial is that he's not effective. And when you've got one player in your front three that's not firing, when it's your number nine and you're trying to win a title, that's a serious problem. Oli's giving him chance after chance after chance. And there's a good comment here from Aaron saying, Rashford has been great recently, but he's contributed despite performances dropping off. Something Rob said on the Masterclass, and I agree with this, that... It's okay if you're scoring goals because, you know, what you can say Bruno's the same. He's scoring and assisting. Okay, your performance is not good, but you're contributing. You're doing, you're providing something for the team. Martial's playing poorly and he's not contributing. You're number nine. You have to contribute to this team. Um, and I want, you, I want to bring this question to you. For, it's from the Green Devil. 
I actually disagree with this. Um, I don't agree, disagree with the first part, which you said is 17 Premier League goals enough to where you want to be. No, it's not enough. I agree with you there. But you're saying Bamford already has 13 in his first season at top flight and Salah having a bad season already on 17, only paying devil's advocate. It's just incomparable. You've you got to take into account systems. You've got to take into account style of play. You've got to take into account the roles that you want from these players. Mo Salah is one of those players who he plays poorly and he scores. He's a goal machine. You, Martial is levels below that. I don't think you can compare Salah. Bamford for me, Kieran, again, is one is incomparable because everything's going through Patrick Bamford. Invariably, when Leeds don't score or don't win, Bamford's not on the on the score sheet. So would you agree with that? I mean, or do you think it's more comparable? And you can say Bamford's got 13, Martial's got four. You know, is that is that a fair metric to judge Martial? No, I don't think so. They're different types of players. I think if you're comparing styles of attackers, you need to have someone that's not that out-and-out striker because, look, Martial's not. We don't, you don't see him running in behind. Like, you don't see... Like, while we see him holding up the play, it's really just to give it to Bruno or to give it to Rashford to get in behind. So I find it's difficult to do that. But, look, again, it's... Stats are fine, and you mentioned some of the things that it's, fa it's fairly similar to what he was at last season. But then you have to compare the team because we've scored the most goals in the Premier League this season, and he scored four. So, like at the end of the day, while he might be producing the numbers that he was last season, well, then that could just mean that like, if the team's producing more now this season than they were last season, and Martial's not producing more, if everybody else's numbers are going up, and his aren't, and his are going kind of down a little bit. Well, then that's that's a big problem. It could be a coincidence that Cavani's come in and he's not hit all the heights. But like you look at it, and Mason Greenwood hasn't scored all the goals, but you see him co contributing. You yeah, see his creativity's improved so much. Yeah, and, and that and that's what you want. It's like it's for for me. And the Erling Haaland thing was a big indicator and i said from the moment those rumors came in i'm like okay Martial's not gonna be here long term because you can tell i said it before this and i think everybody who i was talking to on videos and stuff, apart from probably you guys that i was crazy for saying Martial's not gonna be here for in the next kind of two seasons because i don't see him as a striker for united because everybody loves Martial, and look there's a reason to like him because on his day he's an excellent player but I've said it for the past probably 18 months that he doesn't suit what Ali Gunnar Solskjaer wants in this United team. He wants a player Let's like... talk about a little bit about the role of striking Ali Gunnar Solskjaer's team because I think yeah. that's and that you have yeah that's where people perhaps don't look at. They just think Martial... They, they don't look at the role that he's actually playing. I mean, you have Martial playing the same role as Cavani, but Cavani's playing it infinitely better because Cavani's first thought is hold up the ball, lay it off, and go for goal. He just yeah. goes, gets into the box, and he's got such clever movement. Martial drifts to the left. I mean, talk about that a little bit more because I want you to yeah. compare. Uh, just tell the listeners about because you've spoken about this before, but when you spoke about Haaland and what Haaland does, and then when you compare it to Martial, you know, there's a big difference to what both players do in that role. Not one doesn't mean Martial's wrong. It just doesn't really fit what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer wants and what he did at Mulder. Yeah, because you can go back to Malta. Even look, I, I don't expect any of the listeners to have to go back and watch a whole game of Malta, but go back and just watch some of the highlights of Haaland's goals or his assists and just watch his movement. Don't even look at the goal. But 
what he does is when he's not in, when they're not, when they don't have the ball, he's the first one that leads the press. Martial did that last season, but he hasn't done it well this season. Second thing is you'll see Haaland get the ball, hold it up, play it off. This season you see it's played off to Jaden Sancho. And he doesn't wait. He goes and makes his move, very similar to Cavani. The difference is, and you, it doesn't take a genius to look at it, but when Cavani doesn't have the ball, that's actually where he's most effective as a striker. And that's what I keep saying about Marcia. And it's the first time, because we don't have fans, that people are actually hearing what Solskjaer wants, the fact that he said that he needs more movement, because that's what Cavani does. If you watch Erling Haaland, that's what he does for Dortmund. You look at the goals he scored in midweek, all of it was to do with movement. You look at the goal that he scored at the weekend while it was controversial. It was because of movement. And, but that that's the whole point. And the goal that Haaland scored at the weekend, I don't know if you guys saw it, but basically there was an injury for the opposition team. And the referee didn't blow it up and the teams continued on. Haaland got, got it, went past two players and just scored because he's he doesn't care about anything other than scoring goals. And that's what you want. If it gets blown up and said, no, it, it was a free kick or a player's been injured, then fine. But at least he's gone in and he scored the goal. For me, Martial is just, he's too passive. And he, I've said it so many times, he's not a number nine. And while he can hold up the ball, he's learned that, that's brilliant. But for me, he's still not because the position he takes is the exact same position you see Rashford in. It's in that left wing. Now, while yeah, Rashford plays wider... Yeah, like Rashford plays wider because he wants to get in behind. And Martial's like, it's kind of between basically the edge of the box. That's where he kind of, in the corner of the box, that's where he kind of hit most of his positioning is. But that's not where we want him. We want him kind of going in behind and doing something different. The problem is Martial's attacking philosophy is the same. It doesn't change. He comes, he tries to hold up the ball, gets the ball to his feet and tries to dribble past the player too. When have you seen Martial without the ball actually try and run in behind the defender or run in, stop and change direction? You don't see that. And that's what Solskjaer wants. You've seen it in every single team he's had prior to Manchester United. He's wanted that striker to do that. He asked it when he was doing his coaching badges at Manchester United for the academy. He had players doing it as well. It's the reason why I say that you look at what Mason's kind of doing now and you're actually seeing some of those improvements. Even just in the last game, you're seeing Mason actually be more essential, make some of those movements. It didn't always work out because the ball didn't get to him, but you're actually seeing those improvements off the ball. Well, for now six years, I don't think I've seen that improvement from Marcia and that's a big worry. And it's why, unfortunately, I don't think he's going to be at United in two years time. I think he will get sold. United are probably going to have to be pretty creative. If they want to bring in someone like Sancho, it might be one of those where maybe you have to offer Martial going the opposite way. And maybe that's one way to bring a price down. But it's, I, I think it's, you have to do what the manager wants and what the manager's working towards his philosophy. It's what it was the point we made two, two or three weeks ago that recruitment has to match what the manager wants to see on the pitch. And it's clear the manager wants a striker. We've seen all the rumours of us being interested in strikers. We brought in Cavani and really you look at, if you were picking a player to play as the striker, you probably go Cavani number one, Greenwood number two and then Martial number three. And that's a problem for a player that last season was 
everyone would have said he's our starting striker. Yeah, fantastic points. I'm going to read out a uh, good comment here from James. Martial hasn't got the movement that Cavani has or the intent that Haaland has. And he followed that Absolutely. up with a lot of people don't know that Haaland was quite short. I didn't know that growing up. So he relied more on his movement and pace than his height. <laughs> Green Devil saying, here's all your points um are so right lads but in the roundabout way you just explained why martial shouldn't be here and that's what we're going to get to now because um look i said maybe a month ago on the masterclass that if martial like if martial isn't in your plans you need to go and rob by the go at me but actually he said to me the other day he's like well now we're at the stage where I, like it's not about fifa fifa or football manager or anything like that you've got to be you've got to be honest like you've got a an asset there who is 24 years old i mean it's kind of shocking he's still so young 24 25 he's got resale value um you know you could recoup most of it from not all the money you spent you can put that money towards a player in the squad that actually is going to fulfill the role that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer wants um and that's why i say you know if you're gonna if you want a striker you want to go and get Sancho and you don't think Martial if he's sitting now at number three at striker which is where he would be for me then make the move. There's no point him sitting there on the bench or, you know, once you lose, this is what I've noticed while they're going to side Joe, once he loses faith in someone, that's it. Yeah. You've seen it. You know, I think there's an element that he's lost a little bit of faith in Axel, I would argue. Um, you know, I think he's, while he likes Axel, I think he's, he's very reluctant to go and play him a bit more. You've seen it with Van der Beek. I think right now he's lost a little bit of faith in Van der Beek. Um, do you expect Martial to be in last chance saloon now? Look, I don't want to make this about bashing Martial because the thing is this, and I'm going to be, I'm going to say this now, clip it up, whatever, do what you want with it. I'm saying this right now. I expect Martial to go on a run between now and the end of the season at some stage and score five, six, seven, you know, in, in, in maybe a run of 10 games or so. And I'm fully prepared to see. <laughs> I hope so. Got, yeah. more faith, got more faith than me, I'll have to say. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, I, I can, I'm convinced it will happen because that's what he does. And then you'll have the same lot coming out saying, oh, well, look, see, he's still got it. No, that's not good enough for me. I, if My number nine, Manchester United, we've grown up with, look, I'm 25, so I don't remember the 90s, obviously. I was only only a little kid. But, you know, Ruud van Nistelrooy, goal machine. Um, Wayne Rooney, Robin van Persie, you know, even Tevez scored goals. But when Tevez didn't score he contributed he pressed like an absolute you know pitbull yeah that's true um you know and you take all those things into consideration so joe when you're having a look at it for me even if he goes and scores five goals i'm not convinced because you can't have a streaky player playing number nine like that and that's why i said on the masterclass i said that if united they've still got problems with creation they really have got issues. You take Paul Pogba out the side. Marcus Rashford isn't a creator, in my opinion. He's an inside forward and he goes for goal. Mason Greenwood is is improving his creativity. But he's not going to get you multiple assists um, a season. James Sancho is. United have got a creation problem. They haven't got a wide creator on the right. You can bring Haaland in. United are creating a lot more chances than they have done in the past. But you're still mm. not solving the main problem where give these forward service. And that's where I do have sympathy for Martial, for Cavani as well. A lot of times this season, I mean, you look even at the West Brom game, you're feeding off scraps and it's not easy playing in a team like that, but you've got to do the basics. You've got to work hard. You've got to press. You've got to make sure your movement is, 
is of the highest of quality and something like that with Martial, is it? Yeah, and then, mate, look, to be honest with you, it, it, it's a tough... He's not a number nine hater. I mean, I, I'm not going to throw your comment out the window, what you just said about creation, but what, what makes me angry at the moment is when I see him play as a centre-forward and every time the ball goes left for United, he's there on top of Shaw and Rashford. Now, we've created so much this season from that left-hand side. Luke Shaw's been brilliant um, there, putting crosses into the box. Rashford, Rashford, you know, we've said before, he's, he's had a fair share of assists. We're a proper United team at the moment. You guys Joe, you're, cut, you're cutting out, mate. Hold on. J jump out, jump out and come back in. Um, I'll come to you, Kieran. He's just frozen on the screen. Yeah. If you're listening to it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us a five-star review if you enjoy our content. But uh, yeah, Joe's Joe's just frozen on screen. It looks like he's... Uh, it's very funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, Kieran, I'm going to come to you, though. I mean, let, let's let's finish with this and then hopefully Joe can come back. He can have his final word. Um, but if it comes to the summer... You know, I think Oli, it'll be very interesting to see what Oli does. Does he start him again? I think I'll start him against Sociedad. Um, you know, I think I would probably try and pay him into form in, in that competition, but I don't trust him in, in the Premier League games at all. Um, so, you know, all those things considered, oh, is he back? No. All those things considered, would you be looking to move him on in the summer? Personally, I, it, it depends on if you can get a deal in for a proper center forward because again Cavani probably comes back for a season but you want the long term in there if you can bring in your center forward it doesn't have to be Erling Haaland obviously that's the one that people want but that's gonna be a really hard deal to do but if you bring in your center forward I think yeah you do have to you do have to get rid of them because at the we've heard all the reports this week that United want to try and shed salary now if you can bring somebody else in, his Wi-Fi ran out. Um, yeah, if you can, if you can bring somebody else in that can do his job to a better ability than than Martial, then look, I think, like I said, I've I'll, I've had a feeling since probably last summer, so before the his really good season, that I thought that he wasn't going to be here long term. Now, last year, then everybody kind of would have went against that because of how well he played. But I still, I've always had that feeling that I don't think Martial is going to be at Manchester United long term. There was no reasoning behind it. There was no like rumours about it, but it was always something that crossed my mind that I just don't feel like he's he's going to make the, whatever it is, the 10 years being at Manchester United. He's been He's had a good career, but I think... He just doesn't fit. And it's one of those that, look, we said it before, if Erling Haaland came in and in that January transfer window, I think Martial's already gone. And that's a, and that's probably a, a big thing. And that's, that's kind of the interest that you look at when it comes to squad building, that if United get Erling Haaland done, if they bring in, if they get the Jed and Sancho deal done, we're not even talking about this because we're not worried about how well Martial's playing because we don't need him. So that's that's the big thing. The problem is now we other than Cavani, there's not really a striker that's 
kind of going out there and scoring all these goals. But if we did have that striker, I don't think people would be worried about what Martial does because if you're not performing, especially at Manchester United, and this is what I like about Ali, he's rootless. So if you're not performing for him, well, he doesn't care. He'll sell you. We only bought Lukaku and then suddenly we sell him to Inter Milan. It doesn't matter. We just bought him for how much it was, 80 million or something like that. And that, we took a hit on it, really, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, we did well to get almost 60 million, 65 million out of it. But, you know, yeah, we, but, we should uh, have the end, part of the plans. Yeah, exactly. And if Martial isn't going to be part of the plans, and look, the worst indictment for a manager is when they have to tell you to move. If the manager has to tell you to move as a striker, that's really, really bad because that should be happening no matter what. You don't have to be a Carlos Tevez, but Basics. you should have... Yeah. But you should be doing if the rest of the attacking players are moving and you're the one that's not, and the fact that you're getting taken off in a game that really you should have played, it was Newcastle. You should have been playing that game. And you're getting taken off mainly because look, it happened, I can't remember exactly the minute, but it wasn't too far after Solskjaer was asking him to move. And again, that tells you a lot about Number one, the mentality of the player. Number two is how Solskjaer is kind of, I think the thread is is wearing very thin between Solskjaer and Martial. He's already started to play Greenwood more, play Gavani more, play Rashford more. So yeah, Joe and Olaf is at it again. Your Wi-Fi is back there, Joe, so that's always good. Um, so yeah, I per, to kind of finish it off, I, I just think that for me, I've never had the idea that Martial is going to be here long term. And the more and more rumors that come up about a striker and another wide player to come in, I think it's it just kind of shows that it's not. And look, we're going to be talking about some of the kind of younger players coming through the squad. There's a lot of young talent coming through Manchester United at that position. Absolutely, that's a great way to end. James saying, "Get Joe's internet slower than Maguire." Oh, that, that. I don't even he has know to that. to his fridge. <laughs> not, mate, you you guys won't know you're hustled and softies, mate. I'm living up north and it's absolutely mate, it, blowing the nail up here. Did your mom switch off the Wi-Fi because you know you've been on been on those dirty websites again, Joe? Yeah, that's <laughs> what it is, mate. Yeah, that's more than likely, mate. I've got no a few dinner virus, for you tonight. Virus. <laughs> All I will say, guys, I know we're shutting up now, but enjoy me while I'm here because I probably won't be here for much longer. But it's been great. Fun, no, 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 Joe, I want your final word. I want your final word, on Martial. Um, you know, this isn't about bashing him. And James says here, you know, he looks like he's got zero confidence, you know, snatching at every chance. It really does seem like that. it's sad to see because, you know, it, it's not like, um, you know, you sh no one should ever take joy in, out of this. And there are some fans that do that when they see Rashford do particularly poorly, you know, they they because they like Martial. It's not about that at all. It, you know, it's sad, but you have to be objective and you have to take the the biased views out of it you may love Martial I think he's talented like I think he's really talented but the facts are there that he's not performing and he's had many a chance to do that and ultimately at the end of the day you, you don't stay at a club like Manchester United why have they been so successful over the years because Fergie was ruthless absolutely ruthless you know Veron wasn't working and, and he shipped him out to Chelsea you know Martial is talented but if it's not working and you're not fitting the system. And you can talk about the system all the time. I hear people say, oh, well, he hasn't got managers to get the most out of him. But that's just shifting the blame. Yeah. Oli has many good qualities. He has a lot of flaws as well. You know, and, and there are times you wonder, 
you know, especially on the front foot, is he is he getting enough out of some of these lads? But when it's basics like working hard and and, and movement as a number nine, that's not an Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. That's not a system problem. That's a that's a drive problem. That's a application problem. And I hope Anthony yeah. turns around. But I'll give you the final word. Now, look, hey there. I, three managers have worked with Anthony Martial, and three managers at different stages have had issues with Anthony Martial. At what point does the player have to start taking some responsibility? We're not talking about three amateur managers either. We're talking about three of well, we're talking about Oli. Well, we've got two of the greatest coaches in Louis Van Gaal and, and Jose Mourinho in history, and then obviously Oli, and and you know he's done pretty well since he's been here. So at what point? Does the player have to start taking responsibility? And before I got cut off, I was just going to say, hey, he's just not a number nine, mate. I mean, if you're a number nine in this team at the moment, it infuriates me that every time that ball goes left for United, I see Martial coming over towards the left and getting involved with Shaw and Rashford. Now, if there has been one area of our team that has been pretty creative this year, it's been from that left side. You know, Luke Shaw has been delivering some wonderful balls into that. Even Rashford, we've touched on the fact that, you know, his numbers might may have flattered him at times this season, but, you know, his assists are up as well. So when those two guys have got the ball, if I'm Anthony Martial, I'm a number nine, I'm just running in the box, get on the penalty spot, you know, that's where your chances are going to come, especially from that left-hand side. So I don't understand what, what it's all about. It just makes United so unbalanced because you see the three of them over there trying to create this little triangle and whoever ends up with the ball on that left-hand side anyway is only going to be looking to pull it back into the penalty area with no number nine. No one's in the box. <laughs> yeah, no one's in the box. So, that you know, it's, it's just it's just not a number nine. Look, you know, I, I like him. I, I wouldn't say I've ever been part of Marshall FC, but I have been one of these people that wanted to give him time and wanted him to do well and wanted him to be successful and thought there's a player in there. But I'm not sure now how much longer we can wait on him because, you know, if we're serious about winning things, you know, we know the shelf life of managers, two, three years, Ollie's going to be going into his third season. You know, if he wants to start winning trophies and proving he can be a Manchester United manager, he's going to need a more reliable striker than that. Well said. Guys, thank you very much for this uh, fantastic podcast. Guys, I hope you enjoyed that as well. I know we focused just on Martial, but uh, we just want to take a deep dive into you know, the sort of the history of his time here and give as balanced a view as possible. I think we all agree here that he's fantastically talented. He's he's very, very talented. I mean, I'd argue, you know, when he came out of the Monaco Academy, I know people are going to laugh at me, but I'm talking about talent-wise. You know, there wasn't anything too dissimilar in terms of reputation with Mbappe when he came through Monaco. That's how highly, I mean, look, he went to Manchester United for 50 million. You know, and um, while he's shown some really good glimpses of it, and he's had a, he had a really good season, end of season last season, but he needs to do it more. So, look, hopefully he can hit some form. Manchester United need it because that forward line has not been firing at all, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Joe and Kieran, for joining me as always on Red Devils Talk, brought to you by the Football Masterclass. Have a nice week, and we will see you next time.